Welcome back. You are listening to Nuggets for Breakfast. This is your host, Ashley. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a long time, actually. I haven't spoke on here since um, December. And I'm not going to say a lot has happened because let's be honest, what am I doing? What what am I doing right now anyways, except staying home? Um, the most I've done is like clean the garage. Um, I got my dad a ping pong table that he's been wanting his whole life. And I got him a really good one. Um, and Christmas happened and New Year's and but I've been home. I don't I don't know what else there is. But of course, I'm going to start my first one of 2021, which is weird to say. Um, just about like looking back at 2020, what I want to leave behind, what I want to bring with me, what do I want to see in 2021. And it's funny because like I was sitting here and I, I write my notes and I think of these things and I'm like, I didn't really create any goals and I'm okay with that. I I don't have this like fitness goal. I don't have I don't have, I don't really have, like I keep looking at the scale when I step on it and I'm like, I got to lose 10 pounds, but like I didn't make it a goal, you know, I don't have anything like that. And I don't know, it's just, I, with what happened in 2020 and with what's going on right in front of me, I think creating goals is kind of hilarious. Like it may work for some people and may work for little things, I guess, but why make it like a 2021 goal? Like I'll make it a goal. I'll get it done when I want to get it done. And that's kind of who I am. Like, if my mind's not in it, I'm not going to do it. My heart's not in it. I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to go with whatever I want to go with, I guess, um, and see how that just works for my life. <laughs> but a reflection of 2020. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, I can't believe we're still here. I mean, I can. I, I knew we wouldn't make it. And when everyone's like, oh, I hope we're done by Memorial Day weekend or <laughs> July 4th, I was like, what? You think we're going to be done with the pandemic? Like, that's insane. And look, here, here we are, January 7th or 8th or whatever day it is. And I just, I just laugh. I just laugh at all the goals I had and plans I had last year. <laughs> and that was like a solid year of plans like I was like oh my god this is gonna be my year this is gonna be my year I'm gonna move out I'm gonna have a down payment for a home Steve's gonna help me I can afford it because I'm paying I'm getting paid good enough money and I, I was like we're just gonna be tight you know and I'm gonna go back to school for my doctorate like wow I had goals like you know and then and then this happens and I'm like huh and I'm not gonna say that I'm bitter and that's why I'm not creating 2021 goals like of course I'm sad and trust me I still handle these emotions that pop up about it but I I just told myself it's like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen you know nothing's gonna stop it and every time I create plans at least for myself when anytime I create plans and it doesn't happen it is the worst feeling like I just I don't feel successful in my life you know I made these plans and I couldn't follow it through like I hate that and like um, for my last work, we, um, sorry, I have a lot of spit. That's what I'm like. <laughs> um, at my job, we read that book grit, right? And I don't know who wrote it, but I'm pretty sure if whatever, it's a popular book called grit. Do you have grit? And you even do like this questionnaire to see how much grit you have. I didn't have that much grit. And it just made me laugh because it's like, I think grit is great, of course, for your passions, you know, what you want to get done. I don't think 
grit is good to do the work for others that you're not interested in doing. Like that's, that's different for me, you know, at least for me. Like, I think money's great and all, but it's definitely not my, you know, end all for my life. Actually, if I'd made a lot of money, then yes, I think I, I mean, if I was just handed millions of dollars, I'd be like, yes, now my life is complete. I don't got to do anything. And what cracks me up is that I've seen and heard, and of course we've all heard it, like many people say, money doesn't solve problems. I'm all like, it solves actually all of mine. It really does. <laughs> Like, because I can handle the other problems of being a, a good human being with great characteristics. So I won't have real issues with other humans and with my family in that sense. That money really is the only thing that needs to solve the problems for me. Like, that's it. That's all. <laughs> but it's not that I don't want to do the work. It's just where people get paid the most is in jobs that are not what I'm really passionate about, I guess. Um, and it's just different, you know, some people are passionate about having a small business and doing like skincare and all of that. Like I like doing my skin. I want to do my friend's skin, but I don't know if I want to do, get my license and make it career, you know, but I absolutely love seeing all the people that do skin or even hair. Like I love seeing how they promote themselves, that they're really good um, at promoting themselves and marketing out there. And they do such a great job of what they do. And it's just awesome to see them do it because, you know, they have that goal. That's what they're passionate about. And it worked out for them. And look, and usually the people who do those jobs, anything in beauty, like they have great style. They got great skin. They got great hair. You know, they have a pretty home. They seem like they're living life. You know, it's all great. Like that life is good. But it's like, I don't want that job. I'm not passionate about it. So I won't do it, you know. And now it's like, I love teaching. I really do. But I know that teaching wasn't I knew that teaching wasn't the only thing I was going to do. And I want to teach so I have experience to do more of the research side. You know, I'd love to get into policy. And I'm not saying that's a goal for me this year because I am I am not refreshed enough to be talking the verbiage of intellects. Like I really don't have certain words anymore right now. Like they're suppressed right now. They're somewhere deep down in my brain and they're just put away at the moment. And when I'm around like-minded individuals who work in the same education field, educational field and all that, we say the same words, we hear a lot of repetition, so it's a lot more easier to talk, you know, in that way. But I just I just can't. I just can't right now. If someone tried to talk to me about education, I'd just like I'd just be like a blob. <laughs> I really, I really am just a blob. Like I'm not working that muscle. Like I, I work with Liam in his school, but it's not the same. And I did Alice's and it's not the same. She really does not like me being her teacher as much fun as I make it. It's she don't like me. <laughs> like she's just sassy, miss sassy and I'm sassy back. And it's just so hard. <laughs> it's so much easier to teach other people's children. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Um, and the fact that we're all stuck inside and I'm dealing with my own thing, it's like really hard to pull myself out sometimes. And I'm trying to set up these things for Alice and she's like so against it. Like we can't get past the letter G. Like we've been stuck on G. So now that she's in this other school, she does twice a week for an hour. I'm hoping, you know, maybe we can pick up speed here now that we have this and her and I work between all those classes. And 
So far, so good. She really loves it. She has to go to class every day. So uh, just hoping things will get better in that sense. But again, 2021 goals, I'm just like, let's see where it takes us. Um, but see, that's why I don't make goals necessarily this year. Last year I did, I had a different way of thinking, but that's all part of life. You can change your perception. Cool, right? You can change your perception. <laughs> you don't have to have the same logic as you did last year. You can, you could learn more things. You can educate yourself more, do the research, and then you change. You know, the more educated you are, the more educated guess you can make. And for me, I'm choosing not to research certain things because I don't have the energy to get into conversations with people about it. So I just don't. And, you know, and I'm choosing the things I want to know about right now because those are the conversations I want to be in at the moment. So 2021 is just basically me just being me <laughs> and kind of putting the work into where I want to when it's present. Um, I don't have the goal of looking, looking, looking for things you know, working out every day, eating right every day. And I'm so happy I went into this year like that because it's day seven, eight, whatever. And I'm not like, man, I already messed up my meal plan or, oh my gosh, I didn't work out. Oh my gosh, I'm out. of No, huh. nope, none of that for me. I just went in this and I'm like, hmm, I'm going to buy this Reese's Pieces cereal. It's so good. And I'm going to have like three bowls right now. And it's like, dinner time and my daughter's just watching me she's all can I have some like oh no there's too much sugar in here for you <laughs> but I can have it because I'm an adult an adult's body processes sugar differently and she goes huh and I'm like yeah exactly yeah I'm just gonna confuse you like confusion if I was a Pokemon confusion like Psyduck would be my thing because I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes and that's what I'm choosing for 2021 just <laughs> maybe I should choose just silence over <laughs> talking crap out of my mouth but no it's not fun these words are going to come out sooner or later around somebody so I might as well just do it right now and hear myself and go wow Ashley at least only nine people will hear this <laughs> you're not gonna get very far girl <laughs> no really looking back at 2020 even though I made those goals another thing that I can pay attention to the most was my family and I don't just mean my son and my daughter I mean like my son's dad and my daughter's dad, her dad's son, and then their family because he has his mom and a sister and a stepdad. And I had to really think about this blended group of ours. And it's an interesting group, you know, and we are still learning about each other in a sense. I think we kind of have an idea of like who we are, each each of our roles here, of course. But we, this pandemic has made us struggle, actually. Um, what I've noticed is that we all have different plans and we all have different ideas about the pandemic. And of course, every house is different. You know, some people are comfortable I don't know, being around more people. Some people have to go to work. Some people have things to do. You know, there's some people see their families, you know, and they risk catching COVID, you know. And there's been times where um, where we couldn't see each other because we all had a quarantine or someone had a quarantine and it kind of changed the plans. Like Matthew did not get to spend 
Thanksgiving Day with us or Christmas Day, which he usually does. And he spends it with Alice. And that's honestly, that works out for us because Matt gets to be with Alice and I get to be with Alice, you know, for those days. And it's such a special moment, you know. And then she'll go later on when it works for dinner time or whatever. And um, what was hard is that we had a quarantine. Um, Matt's son and their family had to quarantine um, because her mom got it. And it's just and then Matt's caretaker's granddaughter or someone got it. Like it was just a mess. And um, and again, children, our children are going back and forth because, again, we are blended families and we still want to see our children, you know. That's the hard part because th- we're not the only ones. There's a lot of us who are still having their kids go back and forth. And the bigger these families are, the more blended they are, multiple families in it, divorce, separated, whatever, and come back together, whatever. You have to think about what they're doing for their house, what what kind of logic they have about this and their beliefs about it and boundaries. And... I learned that my boundaries are different than theirs. Um, And what's crazy is that we all see the same things on TV. We all hear the same things. We all learn about the same things. Yet we are all going to have different perceptions of what is going on, which is insane to me, especially during a pandemic. And during this pandemic, I have lots of rules, you know, for my kids. You know, we don't go to the park because you're not supposed to. We don't, I don't take my kids to the dog park. I go there just to make sure I don't touch anything and I stand up, but my daughter's all over all the playground stuff. So she don't get to go. Um, and we don't get ice cream from the ice cream man because he's going around passing out ice cream to everybody. What? Um, I order all my food, whatever I can order grocery wise, whatever I do it all through delivery and I barely go inside stores. Like I barely do. I really barely, I barely do if I don't have to. The most I've gone out were two doctor appointments. Now that's me. I don't have a job. I have to watch my two children and I live with my two parents who are both immunocompromised. Now Matt has a brother, his parents, and they have a caretaker. Of course, because Matt's brother needs it. You know what I mean? But this caretaker has a family and she has a family too who see their family. And it's like, well, the longer this goes, it's like, what kind of boundaries do you make? What kind of agreements do you make with these people? Like, what, what, what do we do to protect ourselves? Everybody needs to be protected. We need to all have an agreement, right? And Matt's um, son's family, the other side, he, she works, the dad, the stepdad works, you know, and um, she, she went to work and one person there had it, but she never came in contact, you know? So it's another thing where we have to think about because it sucks when we can't see his son um even though we're all trapped inside it's like you wish you could see them more because all you can do is stay at home and go home to home I guess but you can't with how exposed people are and it really taught me that it takes a lot for me to bite my tongue (laughs) And I'm really proud of myself because I still can do it and um, and I can still talk it out and I still can discuss and I don't have to get upset as much as, you know, I can be at times about it, 
you know, but it's stuff you can't control. Um, I was once called frightened of the virus by a little one in this, in our family. And I had to tell him that I'm not frightened of the virus because I can still go out, walk my dog, and I can still go in my backyard. Um, if I need to go get groceries, I can still do that if I wanted to, but I choose not to because I don't want to risk the lives of my parents. And I said, I don't want my parents to die. So I'm going to make sure that I do what I need to do to make sure they don't die. And that's, that's kind of just what it is, you know. And I think people have to be mindful of how they talk about this stuff um, to their children. It really is important what you say to your children and how you say it to your children and who you're talking about in front of your children. Like, that's very important. And I... I find it very important to give my kids information before I give my opinion. And trust me, I do the information first, and then my opinion is very loud and clear, and they know where I stand with everything. My kids definitely know where I stand with a lot of things. Like, I was, like, one of the things, like, my kids know where I stand with people who are gay because they have uncles who are gay, you know? So they also know where I stand when it comes to Trump, <laughs> Obviously, they know where I stand with that. I don't go talking crazy politics, but my son's not stupid. Okay. Kids hear, see any kids talk about it, whatever. So I'm going to talk to my kid about it too. Because I'd rather have him hear it from me than hear these snippets from little kids online getting it from their parents who aren't holding back what they say. And, you know, they know how I feel about gay people. They know how I feel about Trump, Biden, whatever. They know how I feel about the virus, they know. Because I speak to my kids, but I tell them facts. And I'm very logical, you know. I'm very logical with them. If this leads to that, then this is the consequence, you know. And that's just how I speak to my kids. And I've, I'm, I've learned during this pandemic is that I have th three kids, basically, who two that are mine and one that is, you know, Matt's and Karina's. And it's just different with her belief and my belief about everything. Uh, not everything, but there are some things, you know, like I know our religious beliefs are different. Our views are, are yeah, our views are different. And the pandemic beliefs are different too, in a way, in a way, some things we agree on. And it's one of those things where we have to be mindful of what is spoken around our children because they talk about it to us, to one another. And when you hear the things they say, you have to think, how can I respond to this that is age appropriate <laughs> without feeling triggered? <laughs> and honestly, that was a big thing for me in 2020 was learning because we got David here more. We He hasn't been over that, that as much as this year. Like, we got so much more family time with David this year and it's been a blessing. And But this is where I really get to learn now how my life and the upbringing of my children are different than hers. And then when they come together, how do we go about it? And that's what I learned in 2020. Like that's literally the focus I got or like one of the things I got to focus on in 2020 was this family is blended how can we work together? What things can we agree on? 
And what things do we just not bother speaking to about because we won't ever agree kind of thing. And, and when it comes to children, just like I do, I give my kids information and my opinion. My kids will have that language, that opinion in the back of their head when they are thinking. And one of the conversations they had was, um, two women getting married is not normal. And when I heard that, my kids right away go, it is normal. It's not weird. Like they are so different, you know? So it's interesting how we share our opinions with our kids and then they come back and they talk to other children about it. And it's just, how do you talk to them? How do you talk to the child that thinks differently than your own children in your home to make them not feel bad, to not make them feel left out, to actually educate them? How do you go about that without stepping on the mother's toes? You get what I'm saying? And that is a struggle. Like I've seen it with um, co-parenting in my classrooms and parents and just the struggles. Like that is such a struggle. And this year, 2020 was the year where I really got to see the difference in our raising and our beliefs and how it's going to be different for a very long time and how we're going to go about it. Like 2021, I was like, all right, okay. So I kind of get the idea now. Where where are we most comfortable? Where is everybody's boundaries? <laughs> like I'm really curious. And 2020 really did teach me about family, my blended family at that. It also taught me how much financially I have been taking care of my kids over their fathers. <laughs> like that was a, that was another thought. 2020 showed me that with my job, I got to save some money and live comfortably a little bit. Like I could afford a tattoo and feed my kids, right? As soon as I lost my job, I can't do all the extra cool stuff and I'm barely getting by with groceries and that's still getting the monthly payments for the fathers so it just showed me how much I covered for my kids even though they're with me more like way more than they are with their dads I covered more financially for them and that's what I noticed I noticed that in 2020 that I have done so much <laughs> and I've paid so much and I don't I don't we've never went to child we never got child support for either kids we all kind of agreed on something but um but it's one of those things where I got to see how much I cared for my kids financially and their well-being and their school and how I how I created goals and all this stuff because I finally got to a point in my life where I could and then realized that when a pandemic hits, everything falls onto a mother again. Like, could I be going to school right now? No. I could not be going to school right now with my two kids and trying to get a doctorate. I could not. I would not be able to do that. I choose my kids' mental health over me going to school. I know there are so many things in 2020 I was doing, and I wasn't realizing it, and I wasn't realizing how that was going to hurt me later because I just, I'd rather keep things comfortable with their dads than ask for more money, which now sounds stupid, right? Because here's Liam's nine, Alice is four, and I'm struggling. And I was waiting for that stimulus check. And I got it. And there are 
opportunities to make money. I see it. I see it. I see the remote. I see all of it. But when I look at the hours, where does it allow me to be a parent to my kids? Where does it allow me to cook for my kids, put Alice down for a nap? Where does it allow me? Where does it allow me to do anything for my children? Having a four-year-old right now during a pandemic is the hardest because where do they go? You know, how do you do this? And people are selling things and, you know, I look into stuff. So maybe I will, maybe I will sell things, you know, because I honestly, like, I don't ever want to ask for child support if I don't need to. Like if I'm making bank and I'm making great money, I don't want to ask for money from their dads because I want to say I did it. I didn't need you. I could do it myself. But right now I can't. I was doing everything for them, for myself in 2020. And now it's like, I need you guys to do me a solid, you know, do your part. And it's, I don't, I don't get paid a lot. Groceries are expensive already. Mind you, feeding them, doctor appointments. Well, good thing I have Medi-Cal now, right? Clothes, like you spend money on them. And it never le- lets you put money into your savings, which I think sucks. You know, while my my money's dwindling down, you know, it's one of those struggles that I f- saw in 2020. 2021 is not going to be the same because I'm not going to allow those struggles to be the same thing. I don't know where I'm going to be financially by the end of this year, but I know, I know I'm not going to be in the same spot I am right now. And do I know how? No, not yet. Not yet. But I know that I have that motivation to push myself to get somewhere, to help myself financially. So I can get to that position where I don't ever need to ask anybody for money. And I have a lot of pride. I don't like asking for money when I don't need to. You know what I mean? But times are changing. And I have such good relationships with them too. It It is what it is because, you know, how can they get mad at me when I've been helping them so much? That's the honest truth. And yeah, I don't know. If you're listening, you too. Yeah, I exposed you. <laughs> I'm sure they don't care anyways. Um, but that's kind of what this is for anyways, right? I said it was my journal. I didn't say it was for, I don't know. (laughs) I said it was my journal. That's all that matters. And 2021 is the focus, not the goal, but the focus is again, blended families. Where am I going to be financially at the end of the year? And how am I going to get to that spot where I don't need to rely on anybody financially, not even the government, and I could do everything I need to do. Because I did everything I needed to do to get there. So those those are the things I would like to see. If it doesn't happen, that's okay. Because I didn't say it was a goal. <laughs> I'm just believing those things will happen. Because things will reveal itself in due course. Because I'm, I don't want to create any more anxiety for myself than need, need to. Than I need to. Like I'm done. I feel things will happen the way it needs to. Everything will work out. And as long as I keep this positivity in my mind, the days that I have the worst anxiety, then we'll make it through. (laughs) 
I don't know, guys. It's hard. 2020 was hard. It was a lot. And I'm glad it's gone. You know, everyone was like, 2021. And I'm just like, what is it going to be? What are we going to have? Is this the year we get our vaccinations? Is this the year I get a job? (laughs) What is it? And then all of a sudden, you turn on the news. And here we go. A bunch of proud patriots storming the Capitol. I'm sorry. What? And then people are saying it's Antifa. Like I was honestly losing my mind reading that. (laughs) So I have this ex-boyfriend, right? (laughs) And I have paid. I don't follow him anymore because I just don't want to see that dumb shit on my timeline anymore. (laughs) Like I can't. But he is part of the queue. He believes in all of that. He is diehard fan. Everything he posts and talk about is that. And as soon as they marched the Capitol, he was one of the first to say it was Antifa and that there's face recognition. And here he is pulling all these quote unquote receipts. And they were just screenshots of fucking things he probably saw on like, I don't know, Reddit or something, you know. Um, and not really liable newscast. And as soon as you get it from a liable news or like research or journal, whatever, they say that it's all part of the dark, what is it, the dark light or something? They got some ridiculous stuff they're saying out there. And he was like, oh, it's Antifa, it's Antifa. And I was like, boy, lay off the roids, like you tripping, like I cannot, like it's just so funny. It's just so funny that I dated someone that ended up being this kind of person. And I'm like, shame on you, shame on you. You're a veteran, shame on you, shame on you. It's crazy because I felt like Democrats were way more patriotic when that shit happened. Everyone went, oh, they stormed the what? They got to the front door, the what? They were able to get in, what? With the flag and Nazi flags and Trump flags and weapons, what? The Democrats were tripping. As All the liberals were tripping. I knew they were. They were all posting. And then we noticed how, how this is what BLM was all about. It just showed the same day. And what was amazing is that Biden, when he announced, when he spoke in front of everybody, he, he also, he admitted that it was also part of systemic racism. He showed what BLM was talking about and it showed that day. It showed that day all for Trump. And it's absolutely insane. Like, like all that rabbit hole stuff, you know, like, you going down the rabbit hole and looking at conspiracy, conspiracy, whatever theories or whatever. I, I did. I clicked on a link that he was like, go ahead, watch. It's there. Do some research. Cause I told him, I was like, wow, you must have a lot of time on your hand. Ha ha ha. And he was like, Oh, I have a job. I do this. And, 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 and. If you just do research. Oh my God. It was like, I was listening to it. I was like, Oh my God. And if to give you a little idea, he's a Virgo. So if that says anything, it's where they go like, yeah, Virgos are so smart. Like, I'm going to tell you, I know so many Virgos who are just so intelligent. Like, they work hard and party harder, you know, because they get their work done. They know what to do. They're accomplished in the things they want to get do. Worse anxiety, but still pretty good. Um, but he's crazy, Virgo. I don't I don't know what to call that one. Done too many ecstasy, went to too many raves. Um, and now, now we're... Now we're thinking Antifa is the one who did all of it because no good patriot would do that. (laughs) Absolutely bonkers. He was the same person that said that the COVID test 
when they put it up your nose is there's a small microchip and they're going to put it in your brain. I can't. I cannot. Like this honestly is just pure entertainment. Like honestly, I I get embarrassed for myself. <laughs> but it's pure entertainment because I'm just like, yeah. And then he had to go get he had to go get the COVID test. He had to get, go get the COVID test because his work told him he had to. And he did it. He had to. He goes, oh, they probably put, you know, a microchip in my brain. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is the entertainment I get. I get the entertainment from learning what kind of blended family I'm a part of and what kind of crazy people are out there that I know of um, and where I am financially. See, three things, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding about the third one, about who I know because like that's just insane that's just Instagram you know I I like to see someone look dumb right now when it comes to this stuff I don't know why it just brings me some type of pleasure I don't know what it is it's because I'm not getting any so I might as well just get pleasure from something else which is literally seeing people talk about nonsense and really going hard in their in their quote-unquote facts they're not facts they're really not and oh gosh I even look at the things that they look up and it's just it's all BS. Um, so I don't know. Biden's our president, so everyone can just get over it. January 20, Biden. Oh, I mean, what is 2021? <laughs> Let's just be honest. Trump's 2020 was just not his year. It's goodbye. Goodbye to Trump. See you later. Ugh, gosh, I hope we never have to hear from him again. Like, the fact that they permanently banned his Twitter just makes me so happy. Like, are we going to do this for the rest of his offspring? Like, I don't know. It's just crazy to see people with such ugly, like, spirits. I don't even know if it's a spirit. Whatever they are, it's ugly. It's gross. Goodbye. And I'm just happy for for the Dems to be in control and to see us move forward progressively. Um, of course, hopefully there is some conservatism in finances in certain areas, whatever that means, but I know it's good for us. Um but I'm really happy how this is going to start working for the people, how this is going to play out for the people in the next four years. And that's all I can th think about is that the Dems are always for the people and even for the poorest person. That's the, what matters. They're there for the poorest person to help you get to at least a basic equal start. That's all that matters. But of course, every person wearing a coat, pinstripe suit, you have to know that politics is dirty you can't trust everything but as long as we know that the right people are there and hopefully they will do their best and do good <sighs> whatever that means to be honest but let's just hope everything works out because I'm tired of seeing the same crap in 2020s was really bad um, even though what happened the first seven days of 2021 you know I think it's going to get better because they did say the vaccination is going to start coming out um Hopefully people stop doing these gatherings because the numbers are just going. Um, honestly, it's like, don't don't think about it as COVID anymore. How about that? Think about how the hospitals are filling up. And if any of your family has any other issue that's, that's an emergency, they're last on the list. Let's think about that instead. Your dad has um, a heart attack or a stroke. They have COVID patients in the ICU. You can't go, sorry, because people want to keep having gatherings. Let's keep doing, let's think like that. Let's think about how car accidents and stuff like that. You're you're not you might not be the first one to get help. You might be sitting there for hours. They also stopped giving oxygen to people who are declared dead 
or who are who stop breathing at the scene and even though they bring these people to the hospital because they still could have a chance to bring them back to life they told them to stop because that's how full the hospital it is hospital is so let's think about it like that let's not think about it as oh this is just this is just a joke everybody's gonna get it 98 99 point whatever percent people get better like stop that stop thinking like that okay if that's it's the people who are ending up in the hospitals and filling up the hospitals it's the emergency resources that are being used that is the problem and money it's always money see see money does solve some things I tell myself, if I win the lottery, I'm going to put my money to such good use, to such good use for people in the Philippines, for people around here. I have so many goals in that sense, like long, like long-term goals, you know, and money, money solves it. Oh gosh, I wish, I wish there was other, other things besides money that could help. Like, you know, some other type of currency or not currency at all. I don't know. Is that blast of me am I speaking nonsense now is anyone listening <laughs> I don't know but 2021 I'm really hoping that it doesn't repeat 2020 I create boundary boundaries financially I learn boundaries and I learn people's boundaries especially in this blended family of mine in 2021 um, I learn how I can raise these children with a group that may have different beliefs than me and um, just, just hoping things get better, you know, and we went into 2021, I went into it with my kids and we're all healthy and happy. And I have to keep remembering that set. We're home. We're healthy. We're happy. We get to use things in the house. We get to watch silly movies all day and Liam gets to play his video games. Alice gets to play with her toys. We're safe. Um, it's just money scares me sometimes, you know? Even though Steve's all like, why don't you get your real estate license so I can help, you can help me sell these homes. Like, uh, uh, just hand it over, Steve. <laughs> just hand it over, Steve. I don't want to do any work right now because I'm watching our son. Um, no, but that might be one of the goals this year. Who knows? Who knows? I paid for the classes. You know, it's funny. Now that I'm actually saying all this stuff out loud, it's like, I'm like my mom. My mom's had plenty of jobs, even working in the education field, but she's had plenty of jobs and she's worked at jobs just for making money and jobs that she liked, which was in education. But she, if she didn't like it, she'd leave it and go to another job. If she didn't like it, she'll try something else. If she didn't like it, she'd try things and then leave it. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, I'd see where I get that from, where if you don't like it, don't keep doing it. But she also had the luxury of a husband. <laughs> A husband that can help you, but that's definitely not my goal. My goal is not to have a husband where he's financially taking care of me and I do nothing. It's not my goal this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> I told you, perceptions and logic can change. And it could change one day, but right now I'm just trying to be independent while living off of welfare. <laughs> but once the jobs start back, when I start working again and I have a life, you know, then I know things will get back to some consistency. I'm not going to say normal, just consistency. And there's going to be a new normal, you know, and whatever that may be. Um, I'm hoping also to get my uterus removed. If that's, if that's a goal, then that's probably the only goal to get. I, I have. Um, I know that's such a weird thing to say randomly on here, but 2021 <laughs> goal, uterus removed. 
um, my doctor told me I'd be high risk anyways and have a 70% chance of delivering a healthy baby or dying. So I was like, you know, I'll take the chances of not and just remove my uterus and have good time after that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, God, the, this is where I'm struggling physically, too. Anyways, I don't want to keep talking about that because I'll save that for another day with one of my girlfriends or even my brother. I've been trying to get Charles on here. And he goes, we'll see how it turns out. And then maybe that's what he, that's what Charles said to me. It's like, thanks, Charles. You're the sweetest. He goes, you ramble a lot. I do ramble a lot because I just want you to listen. I mean, I can come here with facts like over 50 percent. According to MSU, over 50% of families are now blended. Whether someone was previously married, then divorced, or have children and then came and met with somebody else, or have children and have children, whatever. Over 50%. Things are changing. Marriage is not going to be traditional anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, marriage is nice, but it doesn't need to be, it's not going to be single parent homes. Or blended families are not going to be as taboo. It's going to be pretty normal. Um, people are going to be experiencing different kinds. You know, it's it's different now. It's it's changing. The world is changing. Perception needs to change with it in that sense as well. I think we all need to work on being a little more open to things around us because the world's going to keep changing whether you like it or not kind of stuff. And again, this is me speaking to myself, not you. I, I do this to myself a lot, a lot. I talk to myself in a mirror a lot, and this is kind of how it goes down. I really hope that going into 2021, that whoever's listening, that you went into this year just being you. And whatever goals that you have, I hope that you're able to reach them. And if you don't, it's okay. It's absolutely okay. And that you probably did your best to make it to today. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Even though everything sucks, everything's still going to be okay in a way, I guess. It's not toxic positivity because I'm telling you, things do suck. And I, I, will, I will validate that for you any day of the week. If someone said to me, Ashley, I had the worst effing day. This french fry is stupid. I would go, that is a stupid french fry. I don't know why they gave you that french fry. It's the stupidest french fry they could have given you. You know, I will do that for you. I will root for you. I'll root for everybody's goals because I'm just sitting here hanging out <laughs> and watching people's Instagram story and judging them. I know that's so wrong, but sometimes I have to find comedy in things and I find comedy in that. Like, man, I was so close, so close <laughs> to being <laughs> with that person. <laughs> but no, no shade. Everyone has different thoughts, but shade to you. Anybody that thinks like that, you're absolutely rotten. Um, but yeah, I really hope everything works out for everybody this year. Um, stay healthy, stay safe, stay protected, keep your family safe. And remember to to hold down the fort just a little longer. I think we're going to make it soon. I, I'm hoping by July. July is soon because who knows? Who knows? We can start putting bets on it, okay? If you're down, inbox me. And we'll do $5. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take care.